0: social media serenity podcast episode number 56 entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference this is gspn.tv join the community Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
1: And my name's Eric Fisher.
0: We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest news, topics, opinions on social media sites like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Ping, whatever that is. Anyway, all of that and more starting right now. Eric, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Hey, lots of things going on. And uh, I guess today marks the big huge twickpocalypse. Is that what we're talking about?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it was actually yesterday that it started. And today should be the day that if w- you're not using OAuth, then you are out of luck.
0: OAuth of luck. <laughs> so anyway, the idea here is, of course, we talked about this a little bit last week. But uh, the deal is, is that um, all of these... Applications, these third-party applications for Twitter that would connect to their services. They used to ask you before open authorization came about. We'll talk about that in just a second, about what that is. But before, before Twitter had this universal sign-on, all these services were relying upon you giving them your Twitter username and password. Right. And so the idea was that you know it basically there was the opportunity for people to spam your twitter stream so you give them your username and password there's a chance that any service out there that wanted to could actually sell a list of people's twitter names and passwords and that was bad news that was going on quite a bit in the in the early days of twitter and and people were you know maliciously being their their Accounts were maliciously taken over by these services and people were uh, being, you know, sending out direct messages and and getting a lot of things uh, messed up for a lot of people and, and viruses, malware and just overall spamming techniques. Yeah. And so Twitter came out with this service, uh, a universal sign on, if you will, that that basically it's you don't give any third-party service your username or password but instead you click a little button and they actually can conf- you know as long as you're logged into twitter it will confirm that you are giving them access to your account directly through the twitter api and so these people don't know your username or password well they i guess they would know your username but they don't know your password and um and, and at any moment in time you could actually sign into your twitter account go into your settings and you can then click on a place where it says your connections. Yes, mm-hmm. your connections. And you can actually see it any minute, and t- at any moment in time, as long as Twitter is up <laughs> and running. <laughs> but I can see right now that uh, tweet chat has the ability to go in and do stuff for me. Uh, I don't know what FF flick is. Uh,
1: That's the one we talked about a couple weeks ago where's the movie review apps, the movie review where uh, you, you go to that site and your Twitter followers... Um, what movies they've talked about, it kind of rates them and gives them. Gotcha.
0: It was well, cool. Anyway, I, I haven't I haven't used it yet, and I don't think I'm going to. So I just revoked the access to Flick FF Flick or F Flick. Um, Flipboard. Um, you know, I'm still not using Flipboard very often, but I, I still like the service. If I maybe I guess if I'm bored and don't have anything to do, I might browse back to that. OpenFaint is an iPhone uh, gaming network. Mm-hmm. fiedler audible for iphone um you know what i really don't want audible to really tweet anything out so i'm actually going to revoke that uh twitter for facebook definitely i want that uh, twitter for iphone i definitely want twit longer so basically i see all these services and i can go in at any moment in time and just see it's like you know what i really don't want such and such service to be able to even you know access my account in any way shape or form Right, and it's all universal. It's all, you know, centrally located, and it's all controlled by Twitter. And I like that. And so, basically, yesterday, August thirty first, was the last day that um, third party developers had to convert over to OAuth. Right, and have and, you, and most have. Have you found any services that you use that are no longer working, or you had to actually go in and authorize them?
1: Not had a, a single hiccup yet, so yeah,
0: yeah. I, I've I, I've pretty much uh pretty much in the same boat. I have I haven't. There's no service that I can think of that I use that doesn't do that. Of course, uh, is Twitpic in there? Uh, I don't, don't know. know. I would hope they'd have already done it. Let me let me just reopen my closed tab here and see if Twitpic is in here. Yep, Twitpic's already got authorization. So yeah. Very cool. So uh, if anybody out there has found an application that you use a lot and it kind of broke on you uh, and let us know what that experience was. What 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 service were you using that relied on using your username and password? And did they have the OAuth version for you or are you out of luck now? We want to yeah. We want to know. Give us a call. 859-795-4067. 4067.
1: I think I think most people will find they won't even find it because all the major you know ones like seismic and TweetDeck and all the mobile app most of the mobile apps have have already done it. So
0: you know the the thing is though there were some really early on um, applications that were made that did really crazy off the wall stuff, and and basically they were programmed by some high school kid or a college kid that. That basically spent, you know, probably three and a half days putting this service together, and then just let it go, but but kept the servers up and running. Mm-hmm. So I I would imagine that I don't know. Remember the what was it that, that one service that used to get your your uh, your Twitter? Wasn't it Twitterfeed.com or something? Remember? Maybe. Uh, was that? Let's see. Yeah, I Twitter. Twitterfeed.com. I'm gonna pull that up and see if it pulls. Here, getting started. Yeah, so yeah, twitterfeed.com, wow, have they really upda- updated their uh, their service, uh, or at least their website, I should say, uh, but yeah, so I don't know, uh, it, it's still asking you to sign in with your email and password, so let's go to cliff at ravenscraft.org, type in my password here, and of course, I, that they don't use that one, so let's try a different one, and it's not that one, so I don't even remember what. Username and password I gave them. So, anyway, Twitter feed I don't use it anymore. And I,
1: that's one of those ones where you'll see somebody will use Twitter feed. They'll sign up for it and say, "Okay, send this RSS feed out to Twitter." And when they sign up, immediately all the items in that RSS feed slam that Twitter account to where it's one, two, three, four, and so on. As you're scrolling down in a, in whatever browser you're using to look at your Twitter timeline, that they've got seriously like twenty and upwards of twenty or more. Depending upon how how much is in the RSS feed, individual tweets about every single item, and it's
0: kind of annoying. It is kind of annoying. So, Um, let's see here. Twitter for iPhone is now universal. I did not know this.
1: Just happened. I just noticed it this morning. I should say.
0: So So. why are they still calling it Twitter for iPhone?
1: I don't know why not. I think it's maybe Twitter. I don't know if they're calling it that. To be honest, I downloaded it and tried it out. What do you and think? Maybe it is called Twitter for iPad in the App Store, and I'm actually going to check right now. Okay. Um, because I just I down I updated and then down. Well, I actually straight downloaded it onto the iPad, and I tried it out. And I I'll say this while I'm looking this up. Um, nothing's gonna touch Osphora. That's for sure.
0: Well, that was going to be my next question. Is I mean I'm going to install Twitter right now, and actually it's just called Twitter now. Okay. Which is um, good.
1: Ultimately, I'm not impressed. I I find it it's it's unique. It's got a unique interface. I've not seen this interface done on an iPad Twitter client, so I'll give them that. It's not the same as Twitter on the iPhone, okay? Which was Tweety, which we loved, which Asfura kind of took to the next level on the iPad, um, but it still seems kind of clunky compared to Osfora. Um because that's where it kind of overall has this awesome functionality and just this ease of use. Twitter for the iPad, it's almost, I mean, it's almost seriously nothing like Twitter for the iPhone. Hmm. So, I mean, you kind of got to try it out. It's free, so you can afford to do
0: that without any commitment. All right. But I, am, I am in now. Oh, you know what? The, well, first of all, the this looks a lot more like the, just in in, what do you call this, portrait mode? This looks very much like uh, Twitter for the Mac. Oh, you mean like the, the Twitter Tweety for the Mac or Tweety for the Mac. That's Since what I've
1: not yet ever renamed it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm anyway, curious. so so that very much looks like that. And then let me take a look. <clears throat> oh, come on. Seriously. Landscape mode is exactly the same. It's as, exactly the same. Yeah. And it doesn't even stretch out to the full screen. No! Oh my gosh! This is yeah. horrible!
1: You're you're having the same exact reaction reaction that I had.
0: Seriously! Oh come on! Okay. Dump that. And when that. you
1: open a link, it like keeps it to where your your stuff over on the left is still there. Your tweets move over, and then the link opens up, and you can move stuff around. But I just don't see.
0: Yeah. Me Guys- using it. It's, over Osfora, It's not way. even worth the price that you paid to download it <laughs> because, you know, you might say it was free, but it wasn't. I just literally spent like two and a half minutes of my life there on that. There you go. Not worth that piece of sand. Yeah. All right. So anyway, moving along. Twitter for the blah, blah, blah. Anyway.
1: So I wouldn't even try it, but hey, I want to throw this out real quick. Yeah, go On ahead. my iPhone, due to the uh, prodding of somebody that I just t- started talking with from Blog Indiana, they've been using TweetDeck. On their iPhone. And I'm like, I gave that up more than a year ago. Yeah. And I asked, why are you talking so wildly about it? And they gave me some, you know, answer like, well, for power users and and this and that and lists and whatever. And I said, and he said, plus it's stinking fast. And I'm saying, I haven't tried it out. He said, you should try it out again. And I said, all right. So I, just to humor him, I installed it. Uh-huh. I have to say this. One of the things that ticks me off on the iPhone And I have a 3G, so it's maybe not just not as fast. But I would maybe ask you to test this out on an iPhone 4. Mm -hmm. Um, When you open either Twitter on your iPhone or Osphora on your iPhone, and count from the point you've touched to the point where you actually see the stream Mm -hmm. and can actually like interact with it, how many seconds goes by? And I know for Twitter for iPhone, it's like five or six seconds on my phone. Osphora, it's about ten. All right. TweetDeck. I hit it and opened it up. It was seriously about four seconds. Okay,
0: I'm gonna do it right now. So I just went into my quick launch or my my you know multitasking just to make sure it's not opened. So here okay. I go. I'm pushing the button. One, and there it is.
1: Yeah, your phone's faster.
0: All right. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna close it. I'm just gonna uh, so okay. So now it's in standby. So I'm gonna hold down the icon. I'm gonna make sure it's closed. All right, and here we go. I'm gonna push the button. One, two, three, and there it goes. So which one was which? Uh, well, it, I I guess the first time it may have already been opened because I did see the splash screen for like three seconds that time. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna close it one more time. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh cl- and this by the way this is all osphora, because I I mean why bother with Twitter? Um. So here I I know it's closed. So. One, two, and it was two seconds that time.
1: Okay. Well, the reason I started using Twitter for a little while there, again, was because Asfura was crashing every other time I would open it. Yeah. I, I, they fixed that, though, so that's fine. But my point is is that the TweetDeck one was just opening so much quicker, at least on my lesser hardware, which mm-hmm. I know still a lot of people still have. And I thought, wow, well, it's an option but what was even more important for me that i suddenly realized was i've already got these lists like literal twitter lists synced into my tweetdeck account and i can just open those up like my like um you know my engage list of people i'm trying to you know engage with on twitter yep. or um Oh, what's the other one? Oh, the PodCamp Boston 5 list that I've got. Yeah. As well as there's one other one that I can't think of. But anyway, so I've got like three lists. I don't have the main feed there. I've just got those three lists. And so using it only for a list monitoring, quick jump in, scroll through, swipe left or right to see the different lists and jump back out again, only using for that. And it's a free app. I actually really like it again.
0: Very cool. So so there you go. Try it out. If you can't afford to get O'Sphora, <laughs> go get uh what is it? Tweet Tw- Deck. Tweet Deck. All right. Yeah. Cool. Hey, let's talk about a brand new social network announced yesterday. As oh boy. if we needed another. Yeah. Although sure I do, do you know what? Here's here's the deal. I <laughs> I say that, but I'm actually kind of glad. Now, first of all, I have not updated my iTunes yet. You I've, should. Should
1: I? You should. there's some better aesthetic like Feel to it, and I noticed that on my MacBook, which usually takes—and I don't again—my hardware is a little lesser than your 27-inch iMac. But when I started up i when I usually start up iTunes in not it, when it was version nine, it would take literally. You click the button, you wait, you wait, and about five six seconds. If you're lucky, it opens up. Now, and, and that's my experience. I did it this time, and it was seriously maybe two to three seconds at the most, and it was open. Okay, and it wasn't hanging. I mean, it was just it was jumping around, and anyway. So I, I think plus I love the new icon, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. They got rid. Of, they got rid of the CD portion of the icon. Which come on, who owns CDs?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to iTunes right now. iTunes.com, and I'm going to download iTunes 10 and i'm going to t- uncheck the two email things so that i can download it without putting my email address in i get enough emails from them already all right and so now i don't have to actually reboot my system when it's all done no do I? no you don't cuz i know i know if i wanted to do like uh, if i did my system yeah. update I'd have to actually reboot my system, so I'll be able well, to do I, that. Well, I
1: did it through system update, and it didn't make me then either, so... Uh,
0: well, I've, I've, I haven't I've done system update in a while, so I know there's a couple <laughs> things in there It's going to want there me to you reboot. Go. Uh, I use my computer too much to keep doing these updates every week. Yeah. Make them do it when you sleep. Well, that's true. I could do that. Anyway, but so I'm going to download it now. So tell me why. What what are, what are we doing? Where, what is it? Bing? ping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Apple is installing this social network in their iTunes called Bing. <laughs> That's yeah. Anyway, they're stealing it back anyway. um. So it's called yeah, ping. It's, P- it's called ping, which I think is way too close to
0: ping.fm. That's but what any- I was thinking. I, I actually
1: thought it had ping.fm integration when I first was trying to figure out what the heck they announced.
0: Yeah, that one that uh, one's a little weird. I wonder what the folks over at ping.fm think about this.
1: Well, they maybe have a surge in traffic for people searching for ping today. I well, that,
0: that's true, and you know it's that's actually I think didn't that get purchased by Louis Mior, or whatever his name is, the guy who You're does right. seismic.
1: Seismic owns it, so yeah, we'll see. I but yeah, I mean, ultimately, they've put in place something here. It's a, it's, uh, it's complete. Hey, Facebook, take note. This service is completely opt in. <laughs> you have to go turn it on completely. Yeah. Um. You have to I, I tried to sign in and it got hung but it I, I guess I got an email confirming that I signed up and everything you guess. and you can you can allow it to be where you approve everybody to follow you or let everybody follow you or let no one follow you which what's the point of a social network if you don't let anybody follow you um, but it's geared all around music and following basically artists that they recommend that you follow as well as people you know to get recommendations. So I almost feel like it's the way things used to be. It's, it's like if you took one part dig, one part Twitter, and put it inside an iTunes kind of enclosure. Right. It's what it feels like so far. I haven't really played with it too much, but I don't know that I really care what everybody says about music because I like to find my own stuff. But then again... When I'm in the real mood to find some music and I've connected with a bunch of people I trust through this service, their opinion probably would matter at that time.
0: And I, don't, I just don't know about I, this because I, I don't know. I, first and foremost, I'm not a huge music person overall. Well, you're using Pandora a lot. I, so. uh, I am now, but I mean, it, it, that's just because I need some. I just want something in the background. Right. Uh, and I like Pandora because it, it kind of gets to know my thing. It's like I can like you a whole lot, Eric, but I could totally hate the music you listen to. Oh, yeah.
1: See, that's another thing. It, that's a very valid point. I mean, there there's very little
0: chance that people are going to like the music that I like.
1: I don't want you to recommend Hannah Montana to me.
0: Well, and I don't know if I'll do that. But uh, I mean, I have a very (laughs) eclectic taste. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'll listen to bluegrass one minute and and then I'll be listening to, you know, Latin American music. And and then I'll be listening to hardcore like heavy metal Christian. And and, I mean, I'm all over the place. And it's like, I mean, seriously, I mean, you're 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 just not going to find somebody else, I think, that has the same musical taste as me. And so I don't understand this whole, whole idea. Um and, and Stephen says, isn't it about discovery? And I guess, I guess it is, but I'm not really looking to discover a lot of new music. Or am I? Or are you? Maybe this is just what you need in your life, Cliff. Because here's the deal. I will tell you that some of my favorite music that I've listened to over and over again recently is uh, Scala, uh, which is that Belgium mm-hmm. all-girls cho- choir. And it was uh, the version of... Uh, creep creep that was played in the facebook uh trailer yeah that really got me all uh excited about this band and uh, my good friend winnie purchased the uh album that actually has the the creep version on it and sent that over to me so by the way thank you winnie for that so i guess i did discover new music and i liked it a lot
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it could work. You could find, you could, I mean, that's one of the other things. I mean, I I don't know. I don't really know what to make of it yet because I don't know that I'm even, to be honest, I don't know if I'm even willing to give it the time of day to, to experience and see if it would do anything for me.
0: Yeah. Here's the other thing. Um, now I don't like they, the One of the things. Well, of course we're not going to talk about iTunes. This doesn't help. I got a Mac, but it, okay. Well, we're talking about
1: social media aspect of this. Yeah, so. I
0: know. But I, I was about ready. I just like I just pulled it up and it's opening iTunes now, and it's got the art. You know, the album art. Which yeah. which I have a lot of burned CDs that don't have um, album art in here, mm-hmm. and so it's like that's not cool. Now I've got this ugly little no album art thing happening. Uh, so oh, you any- can
1: switch that view real quick, though.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so back in the list. I did list. that instantly. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, so here it is. I I have iTunes installed, and I click on Ping now. Mm-hmm. The question Over is, the- do they have an API that like you could actually post like status updates from other services?
1: I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that yet.
0: All right, so I'm turning on Ping. The question is, do you get to choose a username, or are you stuck with whatever you chose? It's tied to your itunes account
1: okay so in a sense it's almost going to get as skewed if you've got multiple users on your one itunes account which
0: we do we have five
1: it could get as skewed as your netflix recommendations depending upon how varied the people in your house have opinions on movies
0: yeah this is see that's not so, good yeah, so you might you might get, you know, a whole lot of uh, uh go ahead and follow you too. Kids music and stuff. So uh there's my Oh, ch- dude, how did I find my avatar like the one I wanted to use like immediately? That was weird. Uh do I really want to tell you my my city and state where I live? You know what? I'm going to put Northern for my city. Northern Kentucky. There you go. <laughs> All right. And about me. Uh and I'm just going to put HTTP. I'll just put. I forgot that I have text expander. Link Pam slash about. Oh, you know what? Text expander doesn't work inside of the about me. Link Pam, it doesn't. Oh, it's because probably the. Well, that's weird. And it says there was an error uploading. You know what? Forget you ping. I'll do you some other time.
1: Well, that that's what happened to me. But now it works. So yeah.
0: Anyway, I'm not going to worry about it right now. So so have you seen anybody else on there? I mean, are you going to follow artists?
1: I see nobody in here right now that I know personally. I clicked to follow the band U2 just to see what it would do. And it actually said, here's the about the artist page. And then it's got recent activity. Um, so actually, it looks like the band is actually putting stuff in here. Yeah. Which almost makes it like MySpace. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so if iTunes can kill MySpace, then, then maybe this is a good
0: thing. You know, here's the here's the one thing I, I don't w- know I will say is that the aesthetics of this new iTunes is really good. I like it a lot. It looks it I like the new icon. I like the new the actual the new icons over to the left hand side it looks really good but there, yeah. as far as ping I will I will eventually sign up for it it's just not right now I'll
1: play around with it some more later but not now
0: oh wait so we have a show to do actually it, you know what there he it goes it's like um yeah anyway go ahead
1: and there's there's actually I mean it really it looks a lot like a Facebook newsfeed once you look at stuff you've started to follow so I'm I don't know I could. I could get into once a week going into iTunes and clicking on this and looking at, hey, what are the – what's going – is there anything new from the artists that I'm interested in or have any of my friends I've connected with listened to anything cool I might like? You but know, not every day.
0: You know what I would like is if they would actually have the ability to do um, podcasters in here as an artist. That would be cool. You know, I, I, bet
1: that's, I bet that's down the road if it's not already something we could configure,
0: so – Choose how music you like is displayed in your profile. Automatically display all the music I like, rate, review, and purchase manually. Uh, Let's just do automatically for now. Allow people to follow me. Yes. Uh, So let's hit done. I'm going ahead and doing it just in case you didn't know. (laughs) I
1: was saying like, wait a second. You said you weren't doing it now, (laughs) and now you're playing with it.
0: I'm in. So how do I find you? Do I just type in Eric Fisher? Let's see. Um... Uh, there you I th- are. I found you. Huh. That was easy. Let me find you real quick. All right. You're already following this person. Okay. So. All right. So now if I click on the ping tab, does it take me back? Yeah, this is a little hokey. All right. So previous. Oh, here's previous page. And I don't find you at all. Hmm. I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. I just I, I just I just followed you. So now I'm going to <laughs> click on Eric.
1: Oh, oh, that's true. I should probably just find who's
0: following me. And you started following you too. so I'm going to go in here and I'm going to follow you too. People.
1: Yeah, still not showing
0: me. And oh, people who follow me. There it is. There's a separate tab. Here's a commercial video from YouTube or from YouTube. Let's see what it says. I wonder if this is a YouTube video. Doesn't have the YouTube logo. Maybe it's an iTunes video. i in a little while. I've just discovered something. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> all right so so ping you know we'll, we'll obviously the jury is out the but it's got out.
1: potential but i don't know what to do with it yet
0: yeah and and so we really have to see what it is and you know i i guess it'll probably have status updates and all that other stuff that you could just throw out there and and, yeah. and it's just another place to update the world on everything but it
1: does know. have the unique aspect of being singularly
0: topic oriented well the, the so question maybe? is the question is is it I mean, because I mean, can I go in there and post anything I want, really?
1: Probably like, not. But wait, I mean, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna try. Check easy. this out.
0: Hold on. How do you? How do I get back to my place? How do I get home? How? I mean, I'm on your your place, or I'm on YouTube's profile. How do I get to my profile? Oh, here. Okay, so there's a ping tab at the top, uh-huh. and here's my profile feature. Okay, recent activity. Is there a way for me to say something in my stream right now? Oh, here's people we recommend you follow. Um, well, there's... Okay. I don't know any of them. Uh, okay, over here, me. my profile. So I'm going to my profile, and it says my photo is currently being processed. Yes. And so recent activity, I'm going to do add comment. Oh, add a comment. So I'm going to do add a comment. I had a... P, B, and J for breakfast. And I'm going to post that comment. So there you go. <laughs> so I wonder if that shows up in my activity stream now.
1: Let me click on your icon and see what it does.
0: All right. And I'm going to click on Cliff. And it's in my recent activity, it says Cliff commented, yeah. Cliff uh, commented on Cliff following something, and then uh, you show you too and man. Eric Fisher. Yeah, and then you uh, show do the man. details, and then it says I had a pee pains but it doesn't look like I can actually just put a status update. It looks like an, yeah,
1: it's 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 Facebook like where you have to comment on something they've done, yeah, or written.
0: But you know, anyway, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll we will monitor the situation and bring you breaking news as it's available. <laughs> right? There you go. All right. What is at unmarketing book? All right.
1: I I was I've read a book. Oh my goodness. Yes. Crazy. And it I'll tell you this, in this year alone I've read probably four books that have really like spun my head around as to, as to how things work in the world. And uh those four books were let's see i read uh a million miles in a thousand or a thousand years in a million miles or something like that it's it's donald miller that that one was back in february and i read lynchpin seth godin uh unmarketing not unmarketing well yeah unmarketing which is what we're talking about right now and rework as well um and unmarketing i read i got i think i got it in the mail thursday i had pre-ordered this back in may And uh, if you're not following at Unmarketing on Twitter, you should because he tweets excellent stuff. Um, Anyway, the book that just came out, I got it Thursday, read through it. I finished it like Sunday afternoon and it's a quick read. It is out on Kindle now for about 10 bucks. So very good deal there. Um, Ultimately, I want to mention this book on this show for the fact that this book really will change the way that you look At business to customer relations, uh, as well as how social media plays into that. And I would say this book's a must read for anyone interested in social media or working in social media or or a business of any kind, especially entrepreneurs. Wow.
0: Sounds like I should probably read
1: this book. I think so. Um, It I don't want to give tons away about what the book is, but if you go to look up the book at unmarketing.com, you'll get a little more about who the guy is and what he's about, as well as if you look at what he tweets, um, he's the guy that tweets out the thing, which I don't think we've mentioned here on the show before, is the whole follow Friday thing. Instead of sending out a follow Friday that has, you know, name after name after name till you run out of characters, Mm -hmm. where you tweet out one person's name, and then why people should follow them. And then a link to where you can look at their stuff. Yeah. I, like I believe that. he's the one that started that. Possibly in conjunction with Chris Brogan.
0: Sweet. So. That's a sweet tweet, my friend.
1: There you go. So yeah, pick that book up. It's, it's well worth it. I mean, out of those four books I just labeled or read off, um, this is the one where I immediately finished it and wanted to pick it back up again and reread it and go over the notes I had taken.
0: How, how big of a book is this compared to, let's say, uh, you know, like Crush It and stuff like that?
1: Oh, it's it, well, it's thicker than Crush It, but it's as quick and easy a read as Crush It was. Okay, good. I forgot to mention Crush It, but that was last year, actually, so.
0: Can, you, can I tell you something I'm tempted to do? I'm tempted to buy a brand new Kindle. The Kindle I, 3.
1: I, yeah, I tell you, I'd almost go to that, but. I don't have the I don't have the money or the want for it because I like having real books. I'm still a stickler for that. I don't know yeah. why.
0: I I don't know why, but <laughs> I, I'm you know I've got the Kindle for the iPad uh, right. application, and for some reason I I feel like if I had a device that was just for reading books mm-hmm. that I might actually do that. I get so distracted. Distracted. There's right. so mu- so many different things. Uh, and, uh, you know, having the Kindle and being able to read in the daylight outside would be kind of nice and, and stuff. So (laughs) Amanda says Cliff is so spendy and it's such a spendy mood right now.
1: Yeah, well, let's see what you know. Is today's gonna be what purchase is this show about today? I know, I know.
0: <laughs> this morning, I bought a, My, a a Virgin Mobile MiFi device. I hear, dude, I was tempted
1: hearing all those details myself. It's I'd a, have to work it out to where what would I eliminate to make it happen.
0: But yeah, it was one hundred and forty nine ninety nine uh, plus nine dollars tax, and it was free shipping, no free activation. And there's no monthly contract whatsoever, and you can activate it as often or as, as seldom as you like, and you can either get uh, $10, uh, $10 will give you 100 megabytes over a course of 10 days, um, or you could just sign up for $40 a month, and $40 a month is unlimited, and then you can connect up to four or five devices. And not only that, but the actual device itself is about the size of a credit card, as far as the footprint. Probably about a, it looked to be about. Well, I'll tell you what. It's as thick as a mini USB port. Right. That's how thick it is. And Man. so easily fit in your wallet, or uh, not in your wallet, but in your pocket with no problem at all. Now, what was the what was the level lower than the unlimited? Uh ten dollars for a hundred megabytes and and it you have a you have ten days to use that. Okay.
1: And I've got on my iPhone plan right now, I pay per month I, I dropped down because I know what I use and I'm paying the fifteen a month for two hundred. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and I do have the app that lets me share it to my MacBook.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I used and it worked great. Oh right. my gosh, that was great right. when I used it. So
0: and I'm getting a little uh, I'm getting a little GS, uh, GSM signal from you there. Really? Yeah, for the first huh. time. Let me. Anyway, but uh, but so yeah, um, I, I was, you know, the idea of getting the Kindle. Of course, I think that's silly. I don't know why. You know, Rob's like Cliff. Why would you want the Kindle? I, I'm a gadget freak. I am. I go gadget crazy. And well, I can. I completely
1: agree with your distraction issue. If you're going to sit down and read and you can get the book for cheaper and hold that many books on one device and it's easier on the eyes to read on that than the iPad, probably. Yeah. And the price
0: point is right. Well, here's the the deal. I'll be reading a book and a push notification will come in on my iPad. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, let me go look at that. And I'm like... Whatever. I mean, the iPad... Let me just put it this way. The iPad is great because, um, you know, I can read a book and I can read it at night in bed. I can turn the brightness the down out. and yeah. I can I can just read it at night in bed. But uh, w- with a the Kindle, there are a couple things. Number one, I think it d- has the ability to read to you the audio. It'll do like the text-to-speech for you. And it also has the ability that you can... Um, You can uh, read it out in the daylight. Those are the two big things. And that it's a singular device that's not going to distract me with a lot of other things that I could be doing, like checking my email, playing a game, checking Twitter, all that other stuff. But
1: I have to have a boundary. This connects to social media, trust me. I have to have a boundary where I say, okay, past this point in time, from here forward till bedtime, the electronic devices are off. Because I really have found personally that like, Because I read this somewhere and I tested it out and I know it to be true for at least myself that if you look at electronic screens for like the last half hour to an hour before bedtime, it's harder for you to sleep and you get worse sleep. Mm -hmm. So I had to just like, all right, I'm unplugged for the night and now I'm in decompression mode. Yeah. So.
0: I probably won't get one, but I tell you, if right now I think 139 is the cost for the Wi-Fi only version. And, oh yeah and so it's get coming down if it gets if it gets the ninety nine dollars I, I know I'm just gonna buy one
1: I could see getting the ninety nine and I could see myself possibly getting one yeah
0: well there's rumors that or well not rumors, but there's talks that you know on Twitter and stuff like that they eventually they'll just give it away for free if you buy four books or something so. like a
1: subscription where you pay a certain like an audible device maybe, yeah. maybe you know yeah. like audible giving you an mp3 player. When you subscribe to a certain amount per month billing, yeah, which you know what I would—that's tempting because my wife would buy some books off Amazon and watch them on the Kindle or read them on the Kindle.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, and speaking of uh, social networking, Facebook friend tactics. Tell, tell me about this. All right. Well, we've been talking a
1: lot about who you follow on Twitter and who follows you on Twitter, and it just kind of occurred to me. Hey, wait a second. On Facebook, the dynamic is a little bit different because you have to mutually follow each other or there's no connection at all. Have you noticed that? Say that one more time. Say, uh, like on Twitter, I could follow you. Yes. And you could follow me. Yes. But none of the, neither one of those things is contingent that we both follow each other. Right. But on Facebook, we do have to both we have to
0: we like, have to both opt in
1: it's a two-way street where we have to both opt in yeah see what i'm saying so it's actually more like true friendship but um, i just it occurred to me that that's how that is and i thought is there something different about that on Facebook? well i mean we obviously it is different but what is the difference between that you know twitter and facebook in that regard what what kind of where does that lead to you know like i mean i know personally for me um, as far as Facebook, when it first when I first got on it and it first opened up publicly, um, you know, the natural thing was who do you know on Twitter or on Facebook? Jeez, I'm still doing it. Um, because it was all about you plug you know, maybe plugged in your email address real quick and it's you know would see who you knew through your contacts and and then gradually they moved forward with the who else you may know based on who you do know, yeah. you. Know? Yep. And and gradually it got to the point where, well, now we have I mean, how many friends do you have on Facebook? I've got like six hundred
0: and fifty. Uh, let me I don't know how up. I know
1: I don't know them all. I know most I know almost all of them. I'll say that.
0: I'm pulling up my profile. I have one thousand eight hundred and ninety four friends. Yeah. I cannot get to that two thousand mark. <laughs> Facebook.com slash cliffravenscraft if anybody's interested. Oh geez. But for me, it
1: started because Facebook started off as a very personal social network. Like I literally knew my immediate family and my friends locally and even friends that used to be local but now aren't or the other way around. I moved, you know, that I've had a past relationship with this person and I'm now maintaining that into the future on Facebook with Twitter. It was a whole other deal. It was like more like discovering new people to digitally hang out with or see what they were doing. And they didn't necessarily have to consent
0: to be following them. Yeah. Do, do you see where I'm going with that? I think, I think so. It's, it's, the question is, so how do we treat this differently? You know, it, it, for me, I use Facebook as a broadcast mechanism. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's a, it's a way for me to syndicate my status updates from Twitter to Facebook for people who aren't cool enough to use Twitter.
1: <laughs> that's the best way I've heard it put.
0: That, that's the way that I do this. And and, and so uh, basically, you know, my mom gets to know what's going on throughout my day because I'm syndicating my tweets from Twitter out to Facebook. And that's cool. My mom gets to connect and so do a lot of other people. And and I will tell you, I get a lot of traffic from from Facebook. So my philosophy on friending people on Facebook is I'll accept anybody and everybody.
1: Mm -hmm. Because you're a It's almost like you're saying, "Okay, I allow you to follow me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, by the way, remember, was it last week that I I read to you an email of a guy who said, hey, I I really appreciate (laughs) you uh, requesting, but I don't allow this. You were denied. Well, guess what? I have, I have been accepted into his close circle of friends and I am now a friend with this particular person.
1: Did you, did you do the dinner thing?
0: And I didn't, but you know what? He added a new criteria. He says, if you wish me a happy birthday, uh, directly, I I don't know how I, I can't remember how I sent him. I think I sent him a happy birthday on Skype via Skype because we were connected via Skype. And mm-hmm. so I sent him a happy birthday note just asking, hoping, and I think he says, hey, dude, you know, he says, I've accepted your friendship. I've added a new criteria. If you, ex- if you send me a happy birthday, you know, in some other way, shape, or form, then I'll add you as a Facebook friend. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to be friends with, please, just send him a happy birthday via Skype.
1: Nice. <laughs> see, i do, I don't typically, I don't get a lot of friend invites on Facebook, but I get some occasionally. And I, the really, my criteria is, well, duh, one, if I know you for real, and in real life, yeah, or two, if we've connected maybe on Twitter, then I can see that that's who you are. Then that's cool because it lets me into a little bit more of who you are. So that's it's a second layer. Um, three. I'll look to see who your mutual friends are with me. And if they're the right kind of people, then I will probably say, okay. Yeah. I kind of leave it at that because otherwise, if I don't know you and you don't have any mutual friends with me, you're
0: probably a spammer. Yeah. Well, for me, if you request that I follow you or that we connect, I will accept. And then I will immediately boot you if you start sending me, you know, farm animals and and all this other crap on my wall, if you if you here's the deal, I I invite the entire world comment away. I love I, I'm sitting here looking at my profile now. Chrissy, she I put on here going live with social media surrendered. She says I'm actually home, so I'm sitting here listening while I do some stuff on the Chris on the computer. Chrissy, thank you so much for your comment. Uh, yesterday, I wrote that I had the second most profitable single day in my business yesterday. God is awesome. And Wayne Henderson says, congratulations. Nice work, my friend. Jonathan says, congratulations. With, uh, with the amount of great content you put out, you definitely deserve to be extremely profitable. Amanda uh, says, God is good. Happy dance. I said, thank you, guys. Pat Flynn says, congrats, Cliff. It's very well-deserved. Sarah says, congratulations, Cliff. You totally deserve it. I love these comments. This this is what... I wish Twitter had this, but I love seeing the comments, and I love being able to have... The people who actually see my my status update, I love the fact that they can see the comments of what other people have said before their comments. And, and they don't have to be
1: following them as well, like you do on Twitter. This is what my
0: profile my profile, my wall with status updates and comments, that is the joy of Facebook for me. That is what I I I live for Facebook for this one sole purpose. And if you come here and you start spamming my thing with applications and saying, "Hey, I just rated you in a IQ quiz comparing me to you." Dude, I'm blocking you. I or not blocking. I I'm, I'm going I'm going to go request I'm going to remove you. I'm going to block the application first, and then I'm going to go remove you. I use Facebook, my wall, to connect with people. I love these comments. And so if anybody who's listening, facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft, I can guarantee you if you actually leave a comment on any of my status updates, I will read it, and I will respond to you. I, I That is one of my favorite things. I will check Facebook about once a day or if not twice a day, and, uh, I, I will interact with you on my wall publicly. I, I love, it's one of my favorite things to do. And Rachel just says, well, here you go. Having, having, giving you more joy, Rachel, you did. You just gave me more joy right there.
1: <laughs> so, well, my, I, I have another question then. Would you ever mute somebody from being able to, well, you're not, you're not, cause you're not checking your newsfeed.
0: Are you? You're only do, checking your profile. Here, here's the deal. Okay, or have you changed that? Let me tell you what I do. I do actually check my newsfeed, and I personally go through if and I only check my newsfeed about once a week when I'm really bored and I don't have anything else to do. I'll go and look at my newsfeed, and I of course I've got 1,894 people. So what I do is I literally I will spend if I'm going to spend like 25 minutes looking at my newsfeed. I will spend 25 minutes muting anybody that I don't know, and so gotcha. I've it, it, over the course of the last two years, I've got it pretty much narrowed down. You know, um, the only people who will randomly show up that I don't know are people who I've just added over the last two or three weeks as friends. But uh, so, so I've actually just muted everybody I don't know, so that right now I'm looking at my news feed. And everybody that's in my newsfeed are people that I that I want to know what's going on, with the exception I, I do see somebody here right now and I can actually mute them. So, uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I actually and
1: you don't want to sever the connection, you just want to make just, it so that they don't flood your stream,
0: just so they don't show up on my. No, they they're all invited to come and in and interact with me via comments on my wall. That's where I use it. And I'll tell you what, if you send me a, if you send me a Facebook email and I'm talking to you, Sylvie, Jake, uh, and a couple other people, Um, your, your Facebook email or message will probably sit in my inbox for about a week to a week and a half before I get to it. So,
1: now are you still sending Facebook emails to
0: your inbox? I do. Email? I do. No. And and I will matter of fact Facebook will send it. It gets a I have a filter set up so that it'll it'll label it and it's got a special color, color label. It'll be in blue and it'll say Facebook in bold. Uh and I read it, I see that hey, so and so just sent me a message and here's the text of that message and if it's not super ultra urgent, I immediately archive it and I say, "Eh, next time I get around to spending a, some time on Facebook, I'll eventually respond to that person's message." Gotcha. Because Facebook, I don't like Facebook messaging. I hate it. Yeah. And uh, in fact, and I have a, I use Text Expander, and uh, I actually can I let me just do one real quick here. I'm just going to open up an email, and I'm going to read to you what my Text Expander says. So I will do. Uh, Let's see here. I think this is under email autoresponders, and it is email T. It says, um, so basically, I will respond to you, and I will sign, hey, you know, sincerely, Cliff, or whatever. And then it'll say, P.S., and then it will say this, and it's just a couple keystrokes. Would you mind if we move this conversation to regular email? I desire to be accessible to as many people as possible, and I attempt to meet people where they are at, where they're at. Facebook, Twitter, Ning, etc. However, I'm better able to track and manage conversations via my email inbox as I receive somewhere between 20 to 100 messages per day. Would you mind if we continue this conversation via email at cliff at ravenscraft.org? If this communication tool is more productive and efficient for you, feel free to simply respond to this message and tell me so, and I'll do my best to check this inbox as often as possible to carry on this conversation. Thanks so much, Cliff. Awesome. That's what I do with Facebook messages. But I only do like I said, about once about once every week to two weeks, I'll check my Facebook emails and respond to them. But my comments, you leave a comment on a status update, I can almost guarantee you within within twelve to twenty four hours, you will pro, you will likely get a response from me. Cause I I check my I check it on my iPhone and I check it from my browser. I will randomly check that throughout the day. I love getting comments on my status updates. It's 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 a true joy.
1: Now, when you do that, kind of going through your newsfeed thing like once a week or whatever, do you actually write back to other people? I do. That... That you've not they've not commented to you, but you see something they've done and it's interesting. So you'll talk about it.
0: I do. That's why I actually look at the. It's like so it it would be kind of it would be kind of, you know, one way if I only expected people to look at my updates and and comment to me. So, like, for example, I will actually go. That's what I'm doing when I go through the news feed. I see what other people are doing and I do what I do for them, what I love for people to do for me. And that is I look at their status updates and I leave comments on theirs. And by the way, check this out. If, when I leave a comment on somebody's status update and then somebody they leave a comment back, I get an email notification of that. And you know what? I will actually click the link and I will go back to their status update post and I will read the comment and I will continue the conversation. I'll do that every single time but I will not go and click on every single email message that comes from Facebook messaging. I have no idea why it's a total double standard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I have no
0: idea why I just don't like Facebook emails. If you've got it
1: set up well, because you like your inbox better.
0: I do. I I do. I I, I want to train people that, that the inbox, and by the way, Rob, I just got your Facebook fan request and you have been added my friend. And, uh, Eric Fisher says, I like Joy, too, on my status update. So thank you for that. Oh, that was nice of him. That was nice of him. <laughs> He's a nice guy. But anyway, so is that what you I mean, is that the kind of conversation you were talking yeah, about?
1: I, I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, how are we, we we've talked a lot about how we, in what we're using Twitter for and and how we're, what criteria we have for Following or who we let follow, even sometimes we'll dump spammers. And I just kind of wanted to apply that over maybe to Facebook and say, you know, it's a different social media network, but it's got different rules, but it's got some similarities too. And you know, how are we, how are we treating them differently, and how are we treating them the same? Yeah. So well, I, I think we've covered that. It's really well, good. I'm glad to. Kind of get an update on that from you. Well,
0: here, here's here here's another person. By the way, I J- I won't say his last name, but John B. I, I'm, I'm gonna do this live here on 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 social media serenity, all right? John B. I guess created a a um a uh, an event, if you will, and it's called a Facebook Christmas project. Okay, and I must have been invited to it, and I don't know if you know this, but if, if somebody adds, invites you to an event, even if you didn't even click to uh, uh, I'm attending, not attending, no matter what, if, you, if you've been invited to an event and then they send out an email to everybody to, on that event, you get that email in your inbox, I consider that spam. All right, so I've got a Facebook message here from John B. It says, "Hello again, and thank you for joining." Very soon, the title of the Christmas project will be revealed. Blah 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 blah. And you know what? I'm clicking on John B. I'm going right here, and I am going to report slash block this person. Uh, and uh, I just gonna I don't want to report. I'm actually just going to block this person. I'm hitting submit, and I'm clicking OK. And so he's gone and let me see if I actually hit reply his profile no longer exists to me. You are dead to me. He's dead to me. You you've spammed <laughs> you spanned my in my Facebook inbox and now I'm going to go to this official launch of Christmas group this group and I don't even know how I can get off of this stupid thing. I've already clicked not attending, but how do I get out of this? I, I don't even know how to get out of this. Yeah. I, it, and it's an ev- it, it appears that it's an event. It says select guests to invite. There are 20 people attending. 13 aren't ad- attending. 88 people are awaiting a reply. 64 people are not attending. So that means 64 plus 88 consider this thing spam just like I do. And... Um, uh, re- oh, here we go. Remove from my events at the very bottom under the the status updates. So... I am going to remove from my events and now I won't get any more emails from it. Thank you. See, I really, I'm, I'm very particular about this stuff.
1: I, I can see that.
0: <laughs> it's like, don't don't mess with my, my Facebook email inbox because I don't like it. All right. So, All right. There you go. But I, I guess I'm going to get more picky when I get, get to 5,000. I'm, I'm hoping before I get to 5,000 friends that they will re- remove the 5000 friend limit. Do you think Yeah, cuz then
1: you'd have to be a page.
0: Yeah, and and I'm not going to a page. I, you know, Father Roderick did that and he still has his 5000 friends and, and and he's nowhere near to that many people on his page and the page doesn't have all the options that a profile does. I, I think a, a, when I get to 5000 friends, then I'm going to probably have to weed out some, you know, people. I'll probably have to come up with well, some criteria to weed yeah. people out.
1: You'll go through and you'll say, "Well, I have no idea who you are." Unfriend
0: or yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll have some criteria that 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 will make sense. I definitely don't want to sever a connection from anybody, but uh,
1: but yeah. I, that, well, it's been when did when did you get on Facebook? It was two thousand seven, wasn't it?
0: It was back at well, PodCamp Boston two was three so years three ago. three years ago. So yeah. So 2007. it was it was just right about PodCamp Boston two when I did that.
1: Yeah. Uh, So I'm saying it took you kind of that long, uh, you know, upwards of three something years, (laughs) a little more, a little less to get to the thousand something. So
0: do you see what Rob says in the chat room? Close friends on Facebook, Survivor Edition. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That would be a cool, that would be a cool video podcast. It's like, ha, this
1: weekly (laughs) short little video weekly podcast. And you could post it on Facebook as well as Put it out in the feed, and oh, that'd be funny.
0: Oh, that is hilarious. Do a screen
1: flow of it where you see your picture, your your video face from like your lap, your camera from your iMac, and then also the screen. And you anyway, that'd be yeah. funny.
0: I do want to say this though, I, and and I know that we touch on it, but face Facebook events, in my opinion, is the worst feature of Facebook. It definitely, clearly, is a major spamming tool.
1: It can be, and and in one of the worst ways too, because mostly you're connected to a lot of the r- true relationships you have on there.
0: Yeah, it, it, here's here's what I'm gonna say. I I literally could go in and invite everybody I know, and I can invite <laughs> tons of people who I don't know, and I can then send messages to those people as often as I like. And unless they unless they block me, like I just did that one guy. And unless they go to the event page and actually go scroll down to the bottom and actually hit remove from event, I can continue to spam them as much as I like. And I guess eventually people could report me. But the, th- the thing is, is, is that, you know, and, and Jonathan says here, most most communication tools can be used as a spamming tool. But here's the thing. The, th- that guy who just did that, the guy that I just blocked, I can tell you right now, I guarantee you, it was not his intention to to spam me he he, he, i think facebook events turns you into a a, an unintentional offensive spam spammer
1: well even on the low end scale where well mid-range whatever where i've only got like 600 people that are friends with me if every single one of those just thinks well i should just let everyone i know know about this just in case and they don't mean any harm by it they're not intentionally spamming
0: that that number adds up yeah but the the, the question is it's like here's the deal you have got these events and people are like hey this week i just want to let you know we're launching next week oh i just want to let you know we're going to launch in 2 days hey mm-hmm. we're la- we're launching tomorrow hey we're launching today hey that was a great launch and my inbox i'm like seriously stop sending me messages and yeah, yeah. It, it's like, dude, forget it. I've, I'm blocking you. You're gone. And, 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 and you've, you've, you you've, you, unintentional or not, you chose to use Facebook events to event, to plan your event. You have, you have invited me. And so therefore you have automatically, when you invited me, you put me on a carbon copy to the world <laughs> uh, that of every message you want to send out. And I did not opt into your email list. I do not want to receive your messages, and Facebook Events does not get that. And and I think that it turns you into a spammer. My friends, please You're, go over to eventbrite.com, eventbrite.com and invite people there.
1: Your your Facebook event invite was an invite to fail.
0: Yes. Exactly. And now so. the thing is, though, is it, it goes viral, but man, it, it, it's very possible to have an event go viral. But here here's my thing if you're if you're gonna do a Facebook event, do, when you have an event, do you have the ability to send a message to those only who are attending? I don't know. Uh, and and if so, I believe so.
1: yeah, just to those who have marked yes, they're coming or yeah.
0: And so if you it, and, and uh, Heather says yes, you can do that. My friends, if you have an event, please when you're sending messages, please only send messages to people who have opted in. Sure, send the, I don't care if you send me an invitation. I don't mind you sending me an invitation to be on your event, and I I, I do hate that Facebook automatically keeps me on your list forever, uh, unless I go in and remove your event. Just because I was invited doesn't mean I'm actually should be listed on your event page. Whatever. Ah, uh, not that it makes me angry or anything, but <laughs> I don't mind that you've invited me. Okay, I as a matter of fact, maybe I'm honored that you you thought to include me in your invitation. But please when you send messages don't send it out to everybody just only send it to the people that opt in and then you're not the then you're no longer the unintentional spammer. Yeah. Just words of words of advice there. Take it from a totally highly opinionated cranky old geek over here. <laughs> <laughs> what about your Twitter avatar? Hey, I want to hold on to that because we're in an hour already,
1: aren't we? We're, we're, we're way past time. And I want to remind people what next week's show is, but it gave me the idea for what the week after should be, which is kind of walking people through doing a personal social media makeover.
0: Okay, say that one more Sound time. Interesting. No, I did. I didn't hear you. I was I'm- reading Jonathan saying, but almost everybody takes the nobody takes the time to respond. So that's why the assumption is that until you said no, you're in. And boy, if you assume that, you will get blocked from Cliff Ravenscraft. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. If you assume that because I didn't take the time to say no, that I'm in. Uh-uh. No. No. You can you can invite me once. You send me that's the
1: mistake Facebook makes about opting people in automatically.
0: That's exactly right. You assume that because I didn't say no to your invitation that I'm in, buddy, you keep sending those emails and you watch what happens. That's
1: not that we don't hate you.
0: I mean, that's not what I meant. It's not that I hate you. You're just dead to me on Facebook. You no longer exist. We can interact somewhere else. Join Twitter. (laughs) Exactly. At reply
1: me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
0: what did you just say a minute ago?
1: All right. Well, here's the deal next week we're going to talk uh, Justin Lucas Savage is coming on and we're going to talk all about LinkedIn so send in your voicemail as well as your emails questions about LinkedIn yes that's next week the week after though I'm already saying right now we're going to talk all about how to do a personal social media makeover we're going to talk about having the right avatar for your Twitter account or even your Facebook account uh, having the right background, designing it right, who, where, maybe some options is where you can go for that stuff. Um, awesome. Because we actually had a story a long time ago we didn't touch on about having the right Twitter background.
0: Sweet. I like that. So
1: we're going to do that as another theme show. We're tra- I'm trying to figure out how to not talk about PodCamp Boston every week before it comes.
0: That's right. So I'll tell you Excited. what, next week, LinkedIn with Justin Lucas Savage. Come join us then. And then of course, the week after that, social media makeover week. Anyway, until yes. next time, we encourage you to join the community and send me lots of messages in Facebook if you want.